On the air at 9.60 a.m. Streaming at sportsnet.ca slash 9.60. On the Sportsnet mobile app and the Radio Player Canada app. Calgary Sports everywhere. Sportsnet 9.60 The Fan. The Bo Show is on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Brought to you by GSL GM City, your Cadillac Advantage dealership and home of Calgary's largest selection of new and pre-owned Cadillacs. Check out GSL GM City's entire Cadillac lineup in the showroom and online. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Welcome to The Bo Show, a very special edition. Um, because we have something big happening, but you know what? I'm trying to think, Rob, what could we possibly talk about today? Well, Bo, um, you know, obviously there's some Olympic news in Calgary. It's trying yeah. to, you know, 2026. Flames continue their road swing. Um, I, I beat uh, the stinking barn painters in fantasy football. Did you? They're the number one team in the league. That what? And you beat them? Oh, yeah. Is that your first win of the year? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I don't know. I'm whoa. not. In, I'm not involved. No, I just. No, I no, thought no. you were giving up steak dinners and stuff. Oh, I, I did the first three games, and now I'm in like third or fourth place. Oh, you're unbeatable, are you? Now I'm unbeatable. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, that and there's a new Justice League movie. Bo, I don't know That's what else true. to talk about. You know, we could talk about what happened uh, just this past Sunday. <laughs> yes, we could. Um, the East Final. Yes, <laughs> yes, we can talk about that. <laughs> no, nah, man, let's let's talk what happened. Um, obviously, we are on our way to the Grey Cup. It's, uh, it's an exciting time for us, man. I know we're all very, very excited to be back there and, uh, you know, be able to exact a little bit of revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? It's a new team. It's a new year. Um, you know, it's a new opponent, so I know we're excited, but, uh, yeah, let's talk about the game. Um, what was, I mean, I, I want to hear from the outside person perspective because right. I always have, you know, my perspective of how it goes on the field, but, you know, watching it on TV, you know, how does it, how does it come off to you guys? how did it look? Uh, at what point? Um, at the beginning? The whole, at yeah, the beginning? I want to hear your beginning to end. At the, the beginning? Yeah. It, it's possible that if you were watching it at the beginning that you might've wondered, what the hell was going on where, you know, two, two and outs, two touchdowns going the wrong way. This, this isn't good. You know, the trend possible blowout. (laughs) Well, the trends coming in and going, well, you know, Bo and Jerome and Dave and all the, you know, the friendly people at the Stampeders talked all week about, you know, how people weren't, you know, necessarily focusing on the right things. I think you had a quote about, you know, keep talking about that. Go ahead. Keep talking about the negative. And the negative, at least for the first quarter, seemed to have somewhat of a role. <laughs> it did. It did, man. I'll be honest. Uh, oh, just so you know, I was in traffic the other day. Um, it was either Friday or Saturday, and y'all were talking about y'all's predictions for the game. It would have been and, Friday, yes. Yep. So, and you had you said I have the Stan Peters. You know, I think I think winning by three or something. You're like, but I don't know if that's just my friendship with Bo. Yes. Or if I truly feel that way. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely your friendship. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. but uh, but you know, to me. I, I want you to win. I want you to be successful, right? Yeah. That's what I want. I, I want good things for my, for my friends. I, I I don't know what I think anymore when I watch. You know, you watch, you look at trends, you look at the game, you know, all of these things, and, and it's you're trying to be as realistic. And, I mean, look, we can talk about the end of that game, too, because I think that's kind of the same thing from the outside. It's really easy to make decisions from the outside. It's so really easy, easy. especially you, you, when you know. it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, if, yeah. if they make that field goal and we go two and out, punting the ball and Mike drives them down and scores a touchdown, 
everybody's like, oh, real questionable call, but what a great decision because they won the game because of it instead of going into overtime. Sure. And if you if you don't come back from the two touchdowns early yeah. and, and you, you, you lose, it'd be really, well, he's a nice guy, but they'd lost you know, the last three coming in, and really that win in Hamilton, that wasn't very good either, so that's four bad games. Now it's five bad games. See, the trends were right, right? It's, yeah, I mean, I wanted you to be successful. I just, I think I told you this last week. What, what, up until this year, there seemed to be always this yin and this yang, yang, like this team, did you, you you know, the history, the recent history about the Western final, like you, you kind of finally put it, right last night it was win one lose one win one lose one sort of oh was it really yeah no, i didn't know that yeah recently yeah nice yeah so you know back to back i think for the first time you've won a western final right yeah because that's six straight i know that that and was three of the last four yeah right whereas three of the last last four great cups right which is a different narrative than win one lose one win one lose one right yeah that's so. the thing it's time to write the shit man i uh you know, people, but you did that in the second quarter. Like the, the second quarter was a big middle finger to all of us. <laughs> no, but, but I'll, let, was, I'll let you say that. No, no, but it was, <laughs> what, wasn't it in a way because you, you could. You're not an idiot. You know what's going on in people's mind after the first quarter, and they're looking, and the home team's down by two touchdowns, and the offense has not worked at, yeah. at, to this point. Well, you know what? We count. We come out, and I almost think it was like yeah, I think it was the perfect storm that came together. It was. Everybody talking about Edmonton and how good they are, and and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's is, is that not the same way everybody talked about us last year? Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Um, we were just playing very hot. We're playing great. Everybody's healthy. We've got all the weapons in the world. We got a great defense, special teams, all that. Um, and that's that's my phone going off. That's that's a fine. That's the rookie right yeah, there. Yeah, right there. Um, and yeah, it's uh, you know, you look at it, and we go down seven zero, and then we give up, you know, blown coverage. Boom. And you go down 14-0, and you look at us on offense, we we come out, and I knew something was wrong because the moment we come out first drive, you're like, all right, here we go. Let's get it. They just drive, They just scored a touchdown first drive. Let's go score a touchdown. I walk out. I'm about to call a play, and a rabbit's on the field. And we're like, okay, hold on. like Let's calm down for a second. Let's let this rabbit get out of the way. Um, and it's like, okay, all right, all right, here we go. Let's call the play. And then, boom, we run the ball, f- negative five-yard loss. Yeah. And I was like, all right, okay, here, here we go. I'll go on two. I'll get them offside. We'll make a play. Boom, we go offside. Mm. All right, cool. It's second and 20. <laughs> 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 on our first drive of the game, we're punting the ball into the wind. Um, you know, so it was it was one of those those feelings at the beginning of the game, like, okay, all right, we got we to gotta figure something out. Yeah. And you're like, all right, guys, don't worry. That's one drive. We'll figure it out next drive. And then they, boom, quick touchdown. You're like, all right, well, we better figure it out this drive or else. And then it's two and out. So, yeah, I mean, I know, you know, the trends and everything, whatever I was talking about. But the thing is, is it felt so perfect because everybody in the sidelines stayed together. Mm-hmm. We all kept looking at each other like, it's all right, man, just one play, one drive at a time. Let's get seven every time we can. Yep. And you look over their sideline and they're dancing. They're doing this little swaying back and forth. And they're doing it on their kickoffs. And it was like, all right, good. You know, they've, they've bought into who they think they are. Um, and you know what? There was a funny, there was a funny thing that happened in pregame. Um, Sean White missed a field goal or like hit off the crossbar in pregame. And Renee said something to him as a joke. I don't know what he said to him. And Sean White's reply was, oh, it's okay. Cause we still have two games left. So I'll figure it out. Ooh. And it was almost like when he said that too, and coming from a kicker for one, you know, it almost reminds me of the Peyton Manning, like our idiot kicker kind of thing. Um, <laughs> You know, when he said that, I was like, all right, cool. 
I'm glad that that's the way your team feels so much that your kicker is, you know, saying mm-hmm. something like that. So, uh, yeah, so it's kind of good to understand that that sideline, that's how they felt. Like, all right, yeah, we do, we are that great. And, and I think we kind of felt like, hey, guys, that was us last year right there in the Great Cup. Hmm. We felt like it was just going to happen. I was like, let's go take this game from them. So it had less to do with being disrespected and more to do with we've seen that movie before. Yeah, I mean, it's both. We, I mean, we felt disrespected, obviously, but, um, <laughs> you know, the disrespect wasn't unwarranted. You know what I mean? It wasn't like we were winning games, like, badly or ugly and media was just falling out of love with us it wasn't mm-hmm. like that we were playing bad mm-hmm. you know we weren't playing good football and um and so i don't really think it was a uh, hatred to the media or anything like that i think we took it you know just took it to heart and made sure we remembered that during the game but uh yeah i mean we're down 14-0 we go down we score the first touchdown and and what i loved about it is we kept them off balance we did multiple different plays you know we threw the ball to dan fader kyle um you know, they got out of their rhythm a little bit, went more bliss, which they don't typically do. And, you know, we scored a touchdown right there to Mark Quay. And right there, guys turn around like, hey, let's go. You know? Yep. There's, we've been, how many times have we been here before? Um, and then, you know, two drives later, have two more touchdowns. And it just felt when we had those two, you know, you're looking at the defense. They went from all swaying and dancing um, to looking around at each other. And, you know, I see guys you know, questioning each other, and we score another touchdown. I, I watched, you know, Odell kind of put his hands on his hips, uh, breathing hard, like, man, I didn't expect this. You know, mm-hmm. he thought it was just going to be a pass rush all day, and we've got him running to the edge of the sidelines. And, um, yeah, man, so the beginning of that game was like, you know, you you saw him stop dancing. Yeah, yeah. It, to me, you know, you ask about what the outsider. I, I was fascinated by how effective you were on pitches and tosses and just running – you know, just getting your guy the ball and letting him make the play. Oh, yeah. Finch, mess him. You know, even did some end rounds. I give a great with... handoff. No, it's terrific. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not sure what that did for your core. <laughs> yeah, the core, no. the, the core took a hit last night. <laughs> but even, you, you even, in, you know, incorporate a couple of receivers into that too, right? Some end rounds, that, end routes that worked beautifully. Like, yeah. I thought you really, in that second quarter, blew up their game plan. Yeah, I thought we, I thought, I mean, I thought Dave was, you know, on his stuff. You know, Dave had a great prediction of what they were going to do and what their adjustments might be. Mm. And, and one of those, hey, this is, this is how we're going to beat them. We're going to make them run side to side, um, something they're not used to and not let that pass rush, you know, do everything it wants to do by just going vertical and being able to pin their ears back and go. And, uh, and I think that was, you know, like just a beautiful mind right there. It was just everything was working out perfectly. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was the, the thing to me is when you do that, it's not just, all right, it's 33 running the ball or it's 19 throwing it. Now it's like, okay, who else is on the field? All right, it's 14 on the field. If 14 is on the field, you know, that means 86 is out to the field. If he's not, that means that Michelle's out to the field. Um, you know, and, and okay, is Michelle going to come around for an end around or is Mark Quay going to get an end around? Um, or are they going to throw a screen? And I think we just kept them off balance yeah. the entire game. And it, and it was, to me, I mean, I kept going to the Dave, and I was just like, great call, great call, mm-hmm. great call. And it felt like it all game. Um, and when you say those things to Dave, man, you can tell, you know, he'll start talking about another player who just kind of like nod his head, and you can tell he's still thinking. And you can tell, man, Dave was focused. He was in. He was uh, He was on his stuff last night. Do you not think that, and again, this is your show, but I'll ask the question this time. Do you not think that that victory by your club was not the epitome of what is best about this team? By that, I mean this team, when it's playing well, does not hurt itself. It does not. 
it makes no mistakes, and it feasts on the other team's mistakes. And I, <clears throat> I, I, you know, we can get into the end of the game for the Eskimos, but I think of the third quarter, and you're you're stop. It looks like you're stopped on second down and going to have to kick, and it's an offside. Yeah. And then then the next play, Messon punches it right in. Yeah. But you you didn't make those mistakes. You didn't cost yourself. You didn't turn the ball over, and yet. When the Eskimos seemingly made a mistake, you were able to take advantage, which I think is what everybody thinks of when they think of the Stampeders. You don't beat yourself. Yeah, that's that's one of our that's one of our biggest coaching points coming from the staff, man. Is that you know you can't you can't allow yourself to lose the game um, based off of what you do. You know, like let them make mistakes, let them um, let them press, and you know try to come back with you know certain things, but. You know, if we if right down right there we go down fourteen zero and I start throwing go balls and hmm. uh, things like that and giving up the fifty fifty shots, you know, it becomes okay. Let's go athlete versus athlete and just see who's better. Um, and every now and then a ball will be tipped up and it'll be picked and yep. you know it's just it's a smart it's a smart game and playoff that's what playoff football is 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 you know winning special teams winning the penalty battle and winning the turnover battle. Um, and yeah, I mean I thought you know I know it started off. A little bit ugly right there, but I think you saw us come back to St. Peter football. It was almost like taking that monkey off our back once Mark Quay got that first touchdown. Mm-hmm. It was almost like, oh, man. Sure looked like it. That's what it feels like to drive all the way down the field again yep. in the playoffs when you need it. Yep. And from there on out, you could see a little bit more of um, a loose focus. You know, it was great focus, but guys felt loose. Guys felt confident about what we were doing. And... um Man, it was it was fun, <laughs> to be honest with you. What is it about football, Bo, that always seems to tilt the board in the fourth quarter against the team that's trailing? That it always seems like, you know, when you're tra- you look at that game in in Toronto, right? Saskatchewan yeah. makes it. It just seems like in the CFL, especially in the fourth quarter, you can be down by a couple of scores or whatever, but it's always going to tilt back. The game's going to tighten up for some reason. Yeah, you know it's uh. I think some people call it the football gods. Mm-hmm. I think Darren Durant called it that at the beginning of the season when the field goal went, you know, yeah, wide. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean it's you know there's there's vested interests interest in in the game becoming tight. You know, I think ref refs get a little bit tighter in the game plan mm-hmm. or their game calls. You know, to make it make it more fair for both teams and making sure the game you know gets locked back up. But um, man, I think it's that desperation from athletes to say, you know, hey, this is it. This is all we have. You know, I don't, I don't care if I get hurt. And then you start to see people throw their bodies around. You mm-hmm. start to see people, um, you know, leap in the air and not worry about somebody coming to smack them from the side to make a catch. And that's just, uh, there's a different, a little bit of a different mindset. I mean, you see Riley, man, and it's one of my favorite things about the guy. Uh, it's also one of my least favorite things about the guy um, is that he'll stand in there and, and take a smack. Yep. A guy running full speed out of me, he'll stand there and throw the ball and take it. Um, and you saw that under Vidal Hazleton deep catch when mm-hmm. they scored that touchdown to get close to us. So, um, yeah, I mean, it takes, it takes, a I don't know if it's like a chemical or what it is, but something locks into some athletes that, that have it that at the end of the game, I'm going to make it happen. Right. You know, and that's just, that's kind of what it seems, man. You're speaking about turnovers though. You know, we are watching the Toronto SAS game. It's like, there's six turnovers in the first half and yeah. we're kind of looking around. It's like, man, like y'all, we can't let this be our game. Like, yeah. You know, like, Hey, this is. This is the reason that Sass is in the game right now. You know, they're they're in the game because of turnovers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they were actually even. I think it was like 3-3 in the first half. But you could just see how sloppy of a game it was in the beginning because of that. And it's like, man, if we just be smart, take care of the football. Um, you, I mean, you saw a lot more check downs from myself down to Rob and down to Messam. And, and really the, the beauty of it was the second efforts. 
it was throwing the ball to mess him at five yards and he breaks a tackle and jumps over another guy to get 12. And it was throwing a short one to Quay and, you know, he's almost about to get tackled by two people and he, you know, bends over and spins and breaks it and goes for another six. And, um, and like you said, it was that second 10 and, and we ran a double move on the outside and I got the guys offside. I was like, I'm taking a shot and cause it's a free play for us. Right. So take a shot, put it out in the end zone. Now we're in second five and, you know, we go, hand off the mess and he yeah. plugs it into the end zone. And, yeah. You know, I love watching that play. I love watching the Mark and Michelle. You could see Edmonton's defense didn't want it. And that's that's just personally how I felt. I mean, I, I watched it. I go back to watch it. There was multiple times you could see guys that are in vicinity to make the play and just didn't go make it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think I watch our defense. Is one thing I love about these guys is they fly around. You know, they, 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 they have a chance to go make a play. They're throwing their head in there to try and make it happen. And um, I think that was the difference in the game. I think we... We wanted it more. Um, was it or was it? <laughs> I mean, how do you? Let me ask the question this way. You can talk about it, but you know, does it bother you that so much attention is on um, a decision that their coach made as opposed to you guys necessarily winning that game? Is that you know we talked about respect in the media and everything before? Everybody's playing an armchair coach today. Right? Yeah. Is is does that bug you at all? Um, no, it doesn't bug me. You know, I mean, you think about it for a second, I guess. Like, I've thought about it a couple times. I've gotten asked that question. It's like, oh, man, what do you think happens uh, if they go for it? You know, now now they have a chance to tie and not go into overtime. It's like, right, hold on, they have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. There's a lot that, of carts being put in front of horses. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think Mike's one of the best to ever do it, you know, and I, and they completed two third downs before that in that drive. Um but I have all the faith in the world in our defense. I think they would have made a great play. And um, if they don't get it, you know, we most likely run the ball twice, mm-hmm. uh, punt the ball into the wind, um, and they have another chance to get seven. I mean, I talked to Mike, and, I mean, you heard you heard Jason's, um, you know, Ma- Jason Moss's explanation of it. Um, I love his answer to, that I don't regret it, you know, because if you do, now you're allowing everybody else to come back and question you. But really, as a coach, man, you have to make such a split-second decision, and the, the the thing about it is players have to buy into it. You have to understand that this guy, this is his job. This is what he is paid to do. Yeah, There's a reason that he's smart enough to be in that position to make those calls. Um, his thought process was, let's get a field goal, you know, kick it off, make them run the ball twice, punt it to us, into the win, probably get to the 50-yard line, and now we're driving to win the game instead of driving to tie it and possibly going to overtime. Um my, I think my interesting thing, I, w- I wanted to see, because I felt like the way they were playing and the way they were driving on that drive, I thought for sure they were going for it. If they scored, I wanted to know if they were going to go for two. Right. You know, I mean, yep. there wasn't that much time for us to drive into the wind to go make something happen after that. Um, but, yeah, I was kind of – and I was getting to that mindset like, okay, they're going to they're gonna go for two. got to be ready to go down and win the game. Right. You know, and, and you see them kick the field goal, and now it becomes, all right, now we protect the football and we get a first down. And as long as we get a first down, we get the clock down to 20 seconds. We get two first downs, the game's over. Um, so it was good to get that one first down, knock the clock all the way down. But no, I mean, to answer your question, I don't I don't take I don't take disrespect from it. Um, you know, I, I don't like seeing the headlines that uh sorry, the headlines that Jason Moss made bad call and now the San Peters get to go to the Great Cup because of it. Because that's not true. You know, we went to the Grey Cup because we came down from a, we came back from a 14 point deficit, put on a lead, and and to be honest with you, man, to be honest with you, we go back, go back and look at that game, and 
this is where I want sports analysts to be analysts. Don't just be fans. Don't talk about the game as everything happened. Analyze. Look into the game and like talk about what really happened because that's not the biggest play in the game. You know, we we were up thirty-one to thirteen, and and I've I mean, I've talked to Parks about it, and then obviously he wants that one back. But if we score that sixty-yard touchdown yep. right there, the yep. score is thirty-eight yep. to thirteen. Good on you for bringing it up because I'm I thought about that for a long time, and I I I love Anthony Parker. I do. Yeah. But oh, I mean, that's he, a totally and that's the ebb and the flow of the game, right? Yeah. You know. And and that's the thing is we we talk about it and 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 on the sidelines he you know he's like man I should have high pointed I should have done this and it's into the wind and and the ball does tail if the mm-hmm. what, as a quarterback just so you know when you throw the football you're going in uh, with the wind like that I throw it if you don't see the back end come down so typically you know the front end's up back end's down and then it turns over right. uh, if you don't see that back end down the wind the wind has now caught the ball. And it's carrying it more. And it was kind of almost in that midpoint oh, okay. where it was carrying a little bit. Okay. And so Parks had to turn on the burners, and that's yeah. why he got past the safety. But, um, man, running full speed, your head starts bouncing, your face mask starts bouncing. It's not an easy catch. I know it looks just very routine. Yep. Um, it would To me, it would have been a great catch uh, for, you know, an easy 60-yard touchdown. But it would have been a great catch either way. Um, and right there, I mean, that's where I kind of thought we started to sputter again. Mm-hmm. Guys, because kind of guys were like, oh. You know, it was like, yeah. man, like yeah. that would have been the dagger. And then we had a couple more after that, you know, and, and there was, you know, some that I missed a throw on or some a guy dropped the ball and, and right there. And it was like, all right, guys, we got to find it again. If we don't find it, you know, we're giving them too many chances to come back. We're, we're allowing this to become a game and mm-hmm. we shouldn't because right there, I really think we had a chance to blow them out. Yep. And that would have been, you know, I mean, that's why when I see the whole thing about, you know, oh, Jason Moss made a bad call. Now Stan Peters is going to the great cup. I don't believe that at all. I think he made a very tough decision that you have to make as a coach. Same decision he would have had to make if they wanted to go for two or not. And, um, I mean, shoot, the same decision everybody's questioning Dave on last year. You know, if if we get that. if Oh, on the th- on third down. Yeah, if, right. if Buck runs it in or he yeah. throws it to Parker for that, a touchdown. You know what? Fair enough. That's that's a, I forgot. You're right. I forgot all about that. So you've that. already forgotten about it. Yeah. That, that's yeah. good. That's good. I shouldn't yeah. have brought it up. Then. No. <laughs> that, that'll be our third segment. Yeah. Because you have a very special guest coming up next. I do. I do. So, uh, yeah, we got a, our SML big, uh, SML entertainment, big guest of the week. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a great guest. Somebody you want to hear from, uh, possibly I'll give you a hint. Somebody from the, uh, the team that we're going to be playing in this year's great cup. Um, but yeah, check that out. Check that out in the second segment. We'll take a quick break right here. Uh, and we'll be back on the Bo show on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Any breaking flames news on the air and online first. Home for your Calgary Flames. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Back to the Bo Show with your quarterback, Bo Levi Mitchell. Brought to you by GSL GM City. They offer lease and finance rates from 0.9%, plus save thousands in cash credits. Visit GSL GM City today, 1720 Bo Trail Southwest, or GSLGMCity.com. Sportsnet 960, the fan. The Bo Show Big Guest Sponsorship for SML Entertainment. Pool tables, hot tubs, patio furniture, and much, much more. With five locations in Calgary, Cross Iron Mills, and Red Deer. Go to smlentertainment.com for details. Welcome back to the Bo Show, your SML Entertainment Big Guest of the Week was the MVP of the East Final, in my opinion, and, and many others as well. Uh, let's bring on, the, I think, his second appearance to the Bo Show, D.N. Sean Lemon. 
What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, man. Appreciate you coming on, on, you know, taking the time out of your busy week. Um, man, let's uh let's talk about that last game a little bit. You had yourself a little you had some fun that game. Uh just, you know, taking advantage, man, taking advantage of the moment. Uh, I felt like I owed my teammates, you know, I, I, unfortunately I was hurt, missed six weeks, so I wasn't able to uh to miss the meat of the schedule. So I just wanted to, you know, impact the game as in any way that I could. Very, very political good answer right there. But how did it feel to do the? How did it feel to do your lemon celebration, your lemon drop celebration, a couple of different times? <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait till next week and find out when I do it on you. That ain't gonna happen, man. You know that's not gonna happen. It's never happened. I can't let it happen this week. <laughs> um, man. So yeah, you know uh How did I mean? You know, talking about the game, y'all go up early. Um, you know, turnover battle really in the beginning of that first half, and then. You know things lock up. They bring in, uh, they bring in uh, Bridge. Did y'all attack? Did y'all attack Bridge a little bit differently than you would attack? You know KG. Uh, no, we attacked them the same. Um, not gonna give uh, my quarterback I'm playing against too much of a game plan, but uh, yeah, you know, kind <laughs> of just attacked them the same. Went out there and just, you know, executed whatever play that was called and uh, just try to get to them as fast as possible. Uh, that's our mentality to try to hit quarterbacks and make them uncomfortable in the pocket. Hey man, you can tell me the game plan. It's all right. I'm not gonna. I won't tell anybody. I promise I won't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> man, uh, but watching watching you guys on defense, uh, it looked it looked to me like the gang was back together. You know, it looks like everybody in the D line's healthy. You got guys coming back. Uh, seemed like seemed like y'all were able to kind of just you know pin your ears back and go rush the quarterback and let you guys in the back end handle their job. And uh, man, to be honest with you, man, it was fun to watch. You know, we were watching in pregame. And we came out to warm up, you know, for our game. And we got y'all on the big screen. And obviously, y'all are going to hear this. But, man, you should have heard it. Y'all, uh, Sass scores a touchdown. And the crowd goes insane. I'm sitting there looking around like, man, how many Sass fans do we got here right now? And then y'all come back there in the end. Y'all score a touchdown to go ahead with that 20 seconds left or whatever it was. Uh, and the crowd went wild again, man. So, there was definitely a lot of fans watching the game. Uh, watching what you guys were doing, but um, yeah, man, congrats on the East final win and, and obviously your performance. Thank you, man. Thanks a lot, man. Definitely uh, thankful, man, and excited to you know play you guys. A great opponent coming out of the West, uh, like I knew you guys would. So uh, definitely excited, man. Yeah, man. So let's speak about that a little bit. What are your plans leading up to the game? You're obviously you're gonna uh, go just, out, and get drunk a couple times. You know, really no, make sure your body's no, no, not no. ready for the game. Well. <laughs> this is my third great cup appearance, so kind of um, understand the week, understand, you know, we got to sort things out, you know, get, try to get out of the ticket business as soon as possible. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and uh, get everything set up for your family so you can focus on the game. This is a business trip. So, you know, going in with, with, with one goal in mind is to win the great cup. So uh, just go out and prepare like a regular week. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Um, uh, so let me ask you, man, what's the, uh, what's the plan? How do you stop the Calgary St. Peter's offense? <laughs> uh, you know, they're a very powerful offense, man. Very explosive offense. You know, they have a great uh, quarterback. Uh, got a great, well, great running backs over there. Uh, pretty physical offensive line. There, you know, it's going to be a tough task for us. But uh, just go out and continue to play Toronto organized football and uh, fly around and uh, we'll let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, I mean, I, I told, I, I talked to the guys today. I said, hey, man, the the plan is to stop Sean Lemon. If we stop Sean Lemon, we win the game. 
Now, I think your buddies, you know, Wynn, Butler, all those guys, I think they'd have something different to say. I know Butler picked up the phone a second ago when I called. Um, but, yeah, man, tell me about that D-line a little bit. What's y'all's chemistry like? Because uh, it seems like you guys are having fun together. Uh, we're just a close-knit group, man. We hang out a lot together. We just got done, you know, eating lunch together, hanging out, watching some film on a great quarterback, Bo Levi Mitchell. So, uh, we should, you know, just camaraderie, brotherhood, man. It's just, you know, I picked up a few lessons from, uh, uh, you know, being in Calgary about, you know, keys to winning, uh, the winning recipe. So I just try to bring uh, some of that over here to Toronto. It's been working pretty good for us. Oh, yeah. Well, man, I appreciate you coming on. You uh, make sure you get that body right. I don't want any excuses coming into this game. Um, it's going to be oh, a fun no, one, man. I promise you, hey, I'm going to give you everything I got. And you come, in, you come free through that hole. I'm, I'm going to make you miss. I want you to know that now, all right? We'll see what happens. Just, just don't try to spin out like Brandon Bridge did. Hey, I promise you, though, if you do sack me, I'm getting up to tackle you mid-lemon drop celebration. I'm not going to let that celebration happen. Oh, my God. I'll do it on the sideline, man. Oh, man. Uh, hey, man, I appreciate you, Lemon, man. Always good having you on the show. Uh, man, we'll see you out there. Uh, man, best of luck to you, and we'll see you at the game. All right, bro. I'll see you this week. That was Sean Lemon, your DN and MVP from the East Final uh, and will be looking to do his lemon drop celebration, and I will be doing everything I can not to, to make sure that that doesn't happen. Um, that was your SML Entertainment Big Guest of the Week, uh, and we will be right back here after a quick break on the Bo Show on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Home for the Blue Jays and Major League Baseball, Sportsnet 960 The Fan, Calgary. Back to the Bo Show with your quarterback, Bo Levi-Mitchell. Brought to you by GSL GM City. They offer lease and finance rates from 0.9%, plus save thousands in cash credits. Visit GSL GM City today, 1720 Botrail Southwest, or GSLGMCity.com. Sportsnet 960, the fan. All right, welcome back to the Bo Show. Brought to you by GSL GM City, our proud sponsor and my partner. And the reason I drive a, a Chevy right now, it's... Hands down, it's, it's the car you need in the winter. I'll just let you know that. Um, but let's get to it, man. I mean, we talked about the last game. Let's talk about the the, the last game. Last game of the season, man. Us versus Toronto in Ottawa. Uh, you know, hey, one thing I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, is who are the fans rooting for? Because I'll be honest with you, in Ottawa last year, or sorry, in Toronto last year against Ottawa, mm -hmm. the fans were highly against us, mm -hmm. and rightfully so. I mean, mm -hmm. everybody, we were very cocky. You're not the underdog. Yeah, yeah. Um, people were very, very against us in that game. I mean, mm -hmm. it was like literally, it felt like we were at we were in Ottawa. I mean, there were everybody was cheering for Ottawa uh, when we were on offense, they're on defense, and they were silent for them on offense. Um, you know, and the, I mean, the game sold out two weeks ago. So I'm looking forward to kind of see, you know, fan-wise what we're looking at. Um, oh, I think we know. Because <laughs> it was the same, man. BC in 14, it was the exact same. Right. I mean, fans were against us. I, yeah, well, but who did you play last year in the Great Cup, and where are you going this year? I know. So any locals that have bought tickets are automatically going to be predisposed to cheering against you. Whatever fans, Are they? Yes. You, so, all right, so let me ask you. If you're an Ottawa fan, right. do you instantly ch cheer for Toronto? Yes. 
Even though no, 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 not yes. They cheer against you. That's a different question. Okay, okay, that's true. Okay, right? I don't. Okay. I, they might cheer against both sides. Actually, now <laughs> yeah. that you think about it, yeah, they might. They but might. remember, you you and Ottawa are rivals now. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's what that's the way it feels. Yeah. Um, so I would imagine, yeah, you're not going to get a lot of support. Yeah. Which I love. <laughs> I know. You do. I'm glad. Uh, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a great game. I want to bring up 2012. Um, you know, because we played that rematch 2012. We played them in the hundredth Grey Cup. Uh, in Toronto against Toronto, and I think I brought it up last week. Um, <laughs> Ricky Ray runs out of the tunnel, bald with a mustache, and I was like, who is this guy? Now, I mean, I, I knew who Ricky Ray was, but um, I was just, you know, I looked at him, I was like, no, nah, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. But, then, I mean, we had, we had Kevin Glenn, too. He's, yeah, not, yeah. he's not the youngest he's guy in the world. He's not a spring chicken either. Yeah, he's not the youngest guy in the yeah. world. Um, but, yeah, at that time, I was like, you know, you learn who that guy really is in a championship game, in a playoff game. You know, that's what he does. And now he's got Mark Trustman and a bunch of receivers. So, um, and shoot, James Wilder. I called him Ian Wilder yesterday in a press conference Uh-oh. or a couple of days ago. Yeah. Yeah. I called him Ian. I was like, man, they've got a great quarterback in Ricky Ray. They've got a great running back in Ian Wilder. And nobody even corrected me. I don't know if anybody in the media knew. I don't, <laughs> because he's been such a late arriver. Yeah. Right. And I'm not sure. I think. CFL fans tend to be team fans first and league fans second. I'm not sure how many people were really paying attention to what was going on in Toronto late in the season. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Actually, the reason I think it happened is because he's he's uh, he's heavy on Twitter as well as I am. Uh, and his name on Twitter is I Am Wilder. Ah, and so for some reason, okay. I think that just kind of pushed me into saying Ian. Ian, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so James, no disrespect, man. Don't take it out on us because of that. Um, but man, I'm looking forward to this game. It's going to be, it's going to be a battle, man. It's going to be, uh, I mean, their defense, just watching them against Sass in the pregame, they're bringing pressure from, you know, every which direction, uh, you know, trying to confuse protection, trying to confuse quarterbacks, show different looks. Um, and they've got a lot of guys healthy as you just heard Sean Lemon telling us, man, their guys are back. Um, you know, the D line is back together. You know, they've got their boundary cornerback as well. Um, you know, they've got the pieces. I mean, that's why they've played as hot as they did there at the end of the season. And, um, man, they've got one of the best coaches that's done it in a long time. So, you know, I feel, I feel confident because, because of what we have in our locker room though, you know, because, you know, guys, you know, unfortunately last week we did have to turn on a switch, but we did. Mm -hmm. And that's the, that's the important part is, um, it hasn't been blowout, blowout, blowout. It's been battle, find a way, make it happen. And, uh, it's been like that the last, you know, five, six weeks of the season, and we got to learn some lessons there at the end, but really got to turn it on this last week and, and figure some things out, and I think guys have a confidence but not an arrogance right now, mm-hmm. and I think that's what's important. I mean, we know there's people doubting us. Um, you know, we're going into the game as a favorite, but, you know, how much does that, you know, really matter? Um, you know, we, we, know, we know more than anybody not to let that affect how we think about this game, but... Personally, in my approach, uh, I'm taking it a little bit differently this year. Um, I'm saying yes to, you know, the mandatory media requests and saying no to all the other ones, mm-hmm. you know, trying to stay in my room a little bit more. And, um, you know, last year, obviously, with the MOP and all that, there was a lot of media and wanted to talk and wanted to find out who you were. Um, my answer to that this year is y'all know who I am. Uh, you know, let me let me uh, focus on what I got to focus on, um, making sure I can help bring this uh, great cup back to the city it belongs to. Right. 
I, I, as someone in the media, I'm disappointed to hear you say that because <laughs> I, I, I don't think we can have enough bowl, especially in the oh. CFL week. I'd like to say, I, but I completely understand exactly that approach. I mean, you know, you, it's business like. Yeah, right? well, you know, you got you got so many athletes now, and I don't know how it used to be back in you know before Shaw and all these other sponsors really started to buy into the CFL and do what they're doing right now because they're bringing so many athletes to the Great Cup. Right. You know, Shaw's got nine of the top guys, one from each team that's coming out there, so they'll be at all these appearances, everything. Um, so I'll let I'll let them, yep. you know, feel the stardom sure. and go get their autographs and things like that. Um, but, yeah, man, just definitely taking a little bit different approach as far as uh, I'd rather, you know, stay in and, and watch some more film, stay in and play a video game to keep my mind off things instead of, you know, thinking about, um, oh, what appearance do I have? What do I need to wear to that appearance? Um, how long do I need to stay? Because what you really remember, what really happens, and Ottawa's a great city, you know, so there's, you know, plenty of places to just shopping, to walk around and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, what you fall into, though, is, is guilt, is you get to this appearance, like, okay, I'm supposed to be there from one to two. That's not bad. I can come back. I can nap for two hours before practice. Um, but, you know, two o'clock comes around, and as you start to walk off, a bunch of kids and fans walk up to you and and really want to take a picture and you feel bad saying no, you know, you, you, I've never been the person to say no to those kind of things. So, um, I'm just not allowing myself to even be in that situation this year and, and really just kind of, you know, take the bull by the horns and make sure that I can be at my absolute best so that our team can be at our absolute best. That's it. We're done. We're done. Yeah. That's all you get. Any any last, anything the fans need to know, anything, parting thoughts from you as you head towards this great cup uh man you know just been quite a journey hasn't it it has been a journey it's been a fun one uh you know what let me do let me say one thing to the fans thank you so much the atmosphere y'all brought to that game is the exact same atmosphere y'all brought last year in the west final and um man i don't know if guys can say it enough it's not cliche it's the absolute truth we feed off y'all when y'all come to a game like that and you're screaming loud, you're making it hard on Edmonton's offense, um, man, we feed off that so much. So always fun to play for our city. Uh, we love representing the White Horse. We love representing Calgary, hashtag YYC, uh, all that. Um, we're going to do this one for you. We're going to make sure we bring this great cut back to the city it belongs to. So tune in, check us out. Uh, top titty, hell yeah. <laughs>